from the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast the one podcast where we laugh at our own jokes invite others to listen in on us and always claim that a wizard did it if no other answer suffices we're very smart people and we can figure this out and this is episode number 218 and as always i'm your host x and joining me once again for this episode are felicia and twistle and kyle steenblick however we did the dumb again this week and we recorded everything except for the intros and outros that we needed to have on this episode and some of you uh eagle ear listeners out there is eagle ears a thing i don't know dog ear listeners tell me what the fuck the saying is here uh might notice that felicia stepped out about halfway through the episode which is to be expected after the whole kavanaugh thing happened on saturday uh i want to remind everybody that if you feel like you didn't get enough of all three of us, you can always check us out on Patreon. We did just have the night that we recorded this on Saturday, a 30-something minute live stream where it was mostly about Kavanaugh until we started talking about tits and um, what color our areoli are in relation to cured meats. Yeah, you might want to go check that out. It's only a dollar a month to get those additional 30-minute clips that we do just for patrons out there. Um, But anyway, we are going to go ahead and get into our first news item where we're going to talk about a certain Oklahoma uh, House of Representatives. I don't know what the fuck he was. He was a he was a shitty human being that got arrested for something that you're going to have to wait until after this first commercial break to hear about. Anyway, this is Utah Outcast. We got a big show for you and we will catch you in a couple of seconds. Be right back. The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcore skeptic or follow my Twitter at hardcore skeptic. Fuck the motherfucker and fuck you motherfucker If you think that motherfucker is sacred If you cover for another motherfucker Who's a kitty fucker fuck you You're no better than the motherfucking rapist And if you don't like the swearing This motherfucker forced from me And reckon it shows moral or intellectual paucity Then fuck you motherfucker This is language one employs Or one is fucking pissed at motherfuckers fucking boys You might remember a handful of months ago Maybe maybe a year or so ago It was probably last year when we talked about this uh, Ralph Shorty who was a uh, Republican state senator in Oklahoma? You remember he got caught in the hotel. Oh room yeah, 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 yeah. The, this guy. Yeah, with mm-hmm. the with the with the pros- the male prostitute, which were like, oh, oh, yeah, that guy, oh male that prostitute. Guy. Okay, great. 
and then we come to find out the prostitute was also 15 years old. Maybe it wasn't uh, a yeah, prostitute. Yeah, 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 Probably yeah. not even a prostitute, but he did he did finally get oh, sentenced yeah. from that that happened. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did he now? Yeah. 15 years in federal prison for child sex trafficking is what he got finally good. sent to prison with. And Fuck you. I mean, this could be the shortest video ever where we're like, good job. Good. <laughs> go to prison. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. I mean, we could mm-hmm. get into whole our, how our whole prison system is actually fucked and that like oh, yeah. criminal justice doesn't actually do anything to rehabilitate people, which is what no. we should actually be wanting to do. And then no. like we could get into how we're using slave labor in prisons and uh, it's predominant. It's affecting uh, black communities and non-white communities way at a high, uh, way higher rate. Like yeah. mm-hmm. slave so, labor isn't dead, and like yeah, you this, know all uh, that stuff. This uh, shorty guy, he's 36, and he was facing sentences of between 10 years and life in prison. And the judge ordered him to serve 10 years of supervised probation once he is released from prison. So he'll be 15 years in plus 10 probation. Yeah, after he won't that. serve 15. probably probably not and he's going to impose a fine later on as well so shorty if you guys are trying to remember the the details here pleaded guilty to this in november uh, in exchange for the prosecutors dropping the three child pornography charges against him (laughs) oh super gross super gross human being maybe we should have a prison system that works to reform these kinds of people i don't know i mean how how do you reform somebody that looks at child pornography and is like i'm cool with this you know i don't know but i feel like <laughs> there's know. some science that can work on this oh chemical castration okay i'm fine with that oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh eugenics eugenics <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh anyway he said at the time that that plea deal was the best interest for him and his family which Probably, because you you were facing Never. probably a lot more time with that. But uh, mm-hmm. So he was arrested in March of 2017, and I'm sure we did something back then, because we've... I'm sure. God damn, we've been at this for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the boy at the time was 17 years old, and police were acting on a tip from the teen's father when they went to the motel, and they said they smelled marijuana coming from the room. Now, to be completely honest, I've been pulled over by cops numerous times in my life, and mm-hmm. nearly every single time they have stuck their head in and they've been like, why do I smell marijuana coming out of your car? And I'm like, that's absolutely impossible, officer, but feel free to go ahead and check because I know you're going to anyway. So, Oh, they never had to me. <laughs> and uh... then... This state also they has mostly that. just like whip their dick around and they act like big strong men and they're like they break uh ooh, it was really fun because one time he went to bring me a ticket and then I was like, Hey, I'm really sorry about an officer you lost recently. And he went, Now I feel really bad about giving you this. He said, Now I feel really bad about giving you this. <laughs> um, that was a different time when I like respected policing. Yeah. <laughs> now, now Felicia's all fuck, fuck, fuck the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Shorty resigned shortly after the arrest, and his wife divorced him earlier this year. Good for her. Uh, A police report indicated the search of the teen's tablet computer uncovered a series of sexually explicit exchanges in which Shorty referred to the teen as baby boy and offered him cash in exchange for sexual stuff. So regardless of whether or not the boy was actually a real prostitute, he prostituted himself for money. So. 
Okay. Let's just go there. So the FBI found that Shorty had previously used fake names to send and receive child pornography and to go on to Craigslist to seek casual encounters with males. And he said in most of his posts, the younger, the better. Oh, nah. Fuck this guy. Twinks, man. (laughs) Shorty was twice elected in the district covering the south of Oklahoma City and parts of two suburbs. And uh, there is actual body cam footage of it out there if you want to go find mm-hmm. it, see him actually getting Ugh. arrested. So not just says he's going to love that face I just made. Yeah, and his he had a shirt on during his arrest, and we talked about this in previous videos that we did, where he's it's his shirt says Ephesians 5.22 on it. Oh, that that's right. Yeah. And that shirt, that that specific quote there means which is the verse explaining that the husband is the head of the house yeah and it uh, so it, his shirt said ephesians five twenty two. wife go make me two sandwiches why do you need two sandwiches you fat fuck you know like, <laughs> i'm fat and i'm calling you fat mr shorty go fuck yourself you know i really resent <laughs> this shit about the sandwich making stuff because i really love cooking like mm-hmm. i love cooking it makes me feel zen. It makes me feel like connected to my life. And they're like, that's your subservience. I'm like, no, it's my self care. Fuck off with my self care shit. Like, I eat my feelings. So therefore, it's my <laughs> self care. <laughs> it's just, I cook, so... I cook even when I'm not hungry. I just really like cooking. <laughs> I just, it's... I like making things. Yeah. I just, I can't help but see it as really, really demeaning because. A sandwich is literally the easiest thing in the world you can make. Oh yeah, it's, I don't. And asking somebody else, some shit on it. asking somebody else to do that for you is like, no, 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 no. You, I don't make sandwiches. I make a mac and cheese that's cooked in white wine, and then <laughs> I finish it with a bit of butter, and then I saute up some pork, and I throw that in there. Oh, with some Moroccan spices, just to be safe, and then I fry up apples in that pork and then i serve that on top of the mac and cheese that was served with three different cheeses no less in the white wine sauce that i just cooked the mac and cheese in and then i put them together and then i display the apple the fried apple in like a fan shape with the pork on the top and then a little bit of hot sauce just to make it <sighs> and I that's appreciate- how i cook I appreciate that you put that much effort yeah. into it, but I'm okay with craft dinner. You know, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, when they say go go make me a sandwich, I'm like I'm a little offended because I'm like, no, I can cook better than that. Like, like what? Yeah. One of my favorite meals, and it's only because it's one of those fallback to when we were broke as shit and didn't have any other money to make these kind of meals, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear what I do to cheap ramen? Hang on, hang on. Let me let me get mine out of the way. You have a box of. Uh, Craft macaroni and cheese. All right. A, a pack of peas and carrots. Gross. A can of cream of mushroom soup. Fuck you. <laughs> and a can of tuna. And you just mix ah. it all together. No. It is fucking delightful. No, it's not. No, no. it's not. That's, that's <laughs> atrocious. No. What you just, it, you said frozen peas and carrots with yep. tuna. Yep. And a can of cream of mushroom. It is you hate peas. You're a peaist. That's what you are. I love carrots, though. And frozen carrots is frozen that carrots shit. Frozen carrots are garbage. Is, yeah. That's gar- yeah, it's garbage. garbage. Frozen carrots is garbage. 
Oh, I, yeah. I fully, I fully accept the fact that this, this humble meal that I used to make often for the family, because I had to cook from the age of seven, you know, what like, I, could, I, I, I understand. I, I know how to cook more or I know how to cook much more ornate stuff. I know how to put effort into meals, but at the same time, okay, hang on before you interrupt, before you interrupt on Ratatouille, when the, the food eating critic guy has one of the most plain fucking meals that he could possibly have. It wasn't plain. It was, it was fresh ingredients cooked to their simplest. But it is. It a was peasant, simple. It's a peasant dish. Ah, I love My food dishes. was a peasant dish. So. I love me some peasant dishes. I have cooked beef, beef fucking all multiple times. Oh, you know, cocoa bin, cocoa bin. Don't even with, don't even at me with cocoa bin. <laughs> all right, and that's a peasant yeah. dish. Felicia, Felicia, hang on, hang on. We're losing scope here. We're doing this on a video about a child molesting rapist guy. Yeah, I don't want to talk about a child molest. <laughs> I don't want to talk about him. I want to talk I know, about food. I know, but people are going to come across and they're going to be like, wait. Wow, they fucking went off on this one. Yeah, we did, because I don't want to talk about that. I would much rather talk about peasant food. So, yeah, anyway, back to Kyle's point here. No! Make me, make me a sandwich, you know. <laughs> it's offensive, because sandwiches are yes. bread. Slap some shit on it, more bread, and you're done. <laughs> it's like, it's as long just as you don't use car- It's just demeaning. It's went, just demeaning. I'm offended that we derailed from my derail. That's, I'm just going to say that. I'm offended that we used Great talking stuff in the middle of this right. rapey motherfucker story. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm going to talk about things that are actually delightful. Right. Yeah. Versus... Well, it's just funny because people are going to click mm-hmm. on this sto- Ralph story guy or whatever the fuck is uh, Shorty or what is his name. And what they're going to be like, Smalley? oh, yeah, no, yeah he's an asshole. <laughs> hey. He's going to be like, oh, what an asshole. Oh, what an asshole. Wait, why I are didn't... they talking about Coca-Cola? Why... You know? Why... <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, why are they talking about super shitty food? Like, uh, one of my favorite <laughs> meals as a kid was was fucking one of my favorite poverty meals was uh, fried bologna and American cheese. cheese. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Now, real, real poor. Meals. And when we were fan, when we were wanted to be fancy about it, we served it open face on bread. <laughs> my favorite poverty bread. Meal. <laughs> you can afford. <laughs> we can afford. <laughs> Here's my favorite. Only on the first of the month. <laughs> so it was Eggo waffles. Okay. You toast those up. And then you spread some peanut butter and jelly. And now you have mm. a peanut butter jelly Eggo waffle sandwich. That was shit. Okay. And the last one. I just want to share one last stupid fucking thing that I used to make as a okay. kid. Okay. So you're making a sandwich, right? Okay. Just regular. You have your two pieces of bread. Yeah. For the filling of it, you're going to use peanut butter. I preferred okay. crunchy at the time. I, I generally, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maple syrup. Okay. Okay. And then you put some cornflakes in it. Yeah. Okay. And I you mix it all up and you, you put it between yeah. the bread. It was a fucking delight. It's no, no wonder. No, 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 no. You got some texture. You got some yeah, like, sweet. Yeah. You got some savory. Yeah, I'm tracking. It was, it was actually really good. But at the same time, I look back on them like, the struggle was real, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's some poor people's food, but, like, I'm tracking. You you, you got texture, you got, like, difference in, like, proteins in there. mm -hmm, Like, I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I'm tracking that You go to the pantry, you go to the pantry, and you're like, uh, what do I have? (laughs) You're not not talking frozen peas and carrots and tuna. All right, now you're talking, like... Cheap-ass store-brand peas and carrots. (laughs) Part of my childhood. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. 
If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. What would you do? I'm asking you, what would you do to change this healthcare system for the better? After all, every time you people bring up costs, you don't care about the trillions of dollars to bail out the banks and all the, uh, the, the credit card companies. Kathy, get off my phone! Get off my phone, you little pinhead! I don't care! You people don't care about the trillions! Get off my phone! I'm gonna lose my mind today! We haven't done a Glenn Beck clip in a God knows how long. I honestly well, they can't haven't remember. been around for a while. <laughs> no, and thankfully he's finally starting to show back up in right wing watch clips and stuff. So that that means to tell me that the left is soon to take over on a lot of things because that's the only way, way that Glenn Beck comes back is when the left is finally starting and to be in control of things. <laughs> the title of this video that we're looking at here says the Glenn Beck says Kavanaugh confirmation could lead to turmoil. <laughs> comma, yeah. comma, buy gold. So he's still schlepping he's, for the gold course, companies. So. Well, of course he is. Yeah. And on the video that I'm looking at here, up in the top right, in the 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 bug at the top right, it says gold line, and it's like a little infographic. And then at the very bottom, the bottom third says. For more information, visit goldline.com or call 866-GOLDLINE. We should really be getting some fucking money from that. Anyway, so if you're wondering if this is a commercial, yeah, it's a goddamn commercial. Sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> Here, anyway, let's hear what Glenn's going to say. Do you think that it is um, reasonable that the Democrats win the House? Reason yeah, I think it's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Reasonable. Possible. Okay, possible. I don't think reasonable. I think possible. Okay, possible. That's good. Um, if they win, do you think it's reasonable that they will impeach the president? That takes the Senate to... You know. uh, yeah, okay, the House the can impeach, Senate. yes, but they yeah. can't convict without the two-thirds of the Senate. Yeah. So They've all got to be involved. And he's got... The, the voice that you're hearing, the opposite Glenn Beck is David Barton. The Christian historian guy that oh yeah, you know, that guy. Uh, yeah. we haven't done him in a while either. So mm -hmm. I think it's very likely they will likely. make an attempt. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm not not convict, That's just right. impeach. The Senate's not going to convict, but they will make an attempt. Is it reasonable to believe that they will demand testimony or the president's tax records? Oh, we're getting closer and closer to that every we're fucking day. We're getting very, very close, yeah. Especially the article after that came that, out yeah, from the New that, York Times. Yeah, after the, after the Times article, yeah. Those records need to, <laughs> yeah, the the con Congress and the Senate, yeah, they they need to see those records. Yeah, um, the New York State's on his ass about that right now because mm -hmm. the, that's a that's a considerable chunk of change that they built yeah. that state out of. So, and that's money being taken out of senior citizens, children, VA people. It, for a guy that claims to love all these people as much as he claims to love all these people, yeah. he fucked them hard by taking all that money out. Mm -hmm. And every one of the Trumps. I'm not talking about just just Donald. No, no, yeah. The all federal court Trump needs to get fucked on that. And like everybody else that's in the Trump fucking crime family family needs to be taken down for that shit. But anyway, let's let Glenn and David Barton say some more shit. Reasonable. It's not reasonable. It is absolutely, absolutely certain. certain. Okay, certain. 
Is it reasonable if they do that, the White House will say no? Too bad. That's the IRS. <laughs> that there is a branch of... Sometimes you can't say no. Especially when it's subpoenaed by the fucking House of Representatives, right. man. Right. <laughs> and that's, those are things that uh, you can't claim executive privilege on. No. And it's just funny to me that you bring up this topic with any of the, the Trump supporters out there. And they're always of the body where they're like, well, he said he was going to release them once his audit was done. This would be the longest fucking audit I have ever heard of anybody ever having in my entire yeah. life. He's not that rich. You know? <laughs> no, absolutely. So I'm certain. If they do that, it will go to the Supreme Court. Is it reasonable to believe that they would then challenge Kavanaugh because of what he has written or because of his testimony? He is hostile, so he needs to be removed. And we're going to do that, too. I mean, if, if we win the House, Kavanaugh's gone. Gorsuch might even be gone. You know, we might even do that because, it's I mean, possible. then again, he I did mean, get confirmed by a good majority of the Senate, I believe. He, it wasn't he did. A yeah, no, thing, Gors so. Gorsuch, Gorsuch is actually He's a okay. conservative judge, but he's, he's at a least conservative a judge, fucking but judge. He's at least know? okay. Yeah, I didn't like him when I watched the interviews going on with him, but that's my partisan fucking eyeballs watching. I don't, yeah, I don't, so. I don't have any, I don't have any like serious problems with him. No, I just don't appreciate him. That's no. <laughs> And that will put two branches of the federal government into disarray. Is that's that, certain. That's certain. It's certain. Okay. This is what's coming. These motherfuckers are, are laughing and smiling in, about this. Are they not in disarray now? Well, Have you not been paying attention? They're not. They're not because it's their team that's in control of all three branches of everything right now. Yeah, and they have been in the control for a little while. Like two at least years. In, like, at least in the at least in the House and the Senate. They've been and, they've been and House they've and been, Senate for like the last what six? No, like eight. It's been yeah, eight years of these. Yeah, guys. and it's been utter chaos. They can't get shit passed. They can't make bills come through. Like. They can't make House bills come into the Senate and actually have to get closure on them. You can't do any of this stuff because they're dysfunctional. They're the the GOP is like just absolutely goddamn dysfunctional. They don't know how to yeah. work the government. All they so, know how to do is resist against shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's been in disarray. So yeah. So I don't know what Glenn and David are talking about. Now, how good is that for the economy? How good is that? What do you think is going to happen for the next two years if we have Democrats in the House, God forbid, Democrats in the House and the Senate? Oh, you mean like we'll, we'll try to fix the shit that Trump has done? Generally speaking, when historically speaking, when that happens, uh, the economy does really well. <laughs> you can look at the charts, people. They do exist. Yeah. I'm not going to post them for you, but you can look for them anywhere you want to find them. Uh -huh. The when when Republicans tend to take control of the presidency, it invariably drops us into a fucking depression. Uh -huh. Bush dropped us into a depression. Trump is well on his way. There are indicators that there is a giant fucking depression coming our way. Yeah. And with us being um, what what's the terminology for this one? We're we're being further and further alienated from our allies that we have tr great trade deals with. 
it's gonna hurt. We're gonna be in the dark, and it's gonna fucking hurt. <laughs> if if it doesn't if it doesn't get turned if things don't get turned around and fixed pretty pretty darn quick, uh, we're gonna wind up really really upside down. Well, and what's really gonna suck, Kyle, is that we're gonna be facing Great Depression number two, and we're gonna be yeah. the the older people that you know uh, get the pillow put over their face because we cost too much to be taken care of. <laughs> But I'm the great okay thing, the fine. great thing is, is our kids and the kids after them, they're going to have their brand new, like the, the new FDR brand new, new deal that's going to happen. And so yeah. the U S is going to be a pretty great country in about 50 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you, but I'm not going to tell you to go buy gold. Like they're about to gold line has put together a, <laughs> oh. uh, a special, uh, uh, pamphlet for you. It's just information that you can just get on online from them. And they have outlined everything that they say. They say, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Or it's at least very reasonable that it might happen. And what does that mean for the economy? You really need to read their, uh, their work on what does a democratic victory mean to you? And you can get it for free just by calling. You can get your copy now at 866-GOLDLINE. Okay, that's enough of the commercial. So the weird, the weird thing about this is be afraid, be afraid. I mean, first it's, it's be afraid, but <laughs> who are they talking to? <laughs> I mean, old yeah, fucking they're... people. Because <laughs> if you think about it, buying precious metals, gold, silver, whatever, is not going to insulate you from the effects of any kind of economic depression because the price of those precious metals is going to drop. <laughs> yeah. So therefore anything that you invested into those precious metals is going to drop as well. Right. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that seem to think that once we right. went off the gold standard, our country fell down the fucking toilet. No, and... no it didn't. It didn't. But do you, I mean, the real indicator here that there's a problem is that they are so aggressively trying to sell gold because that is the <laughs> only thing that's going to keep that market afloat and it's keep like the it from bottoming out. Yeah. The De Beers thing. It's just like, yeah. You, 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 they've got to, you've got to artificially inflate it by creating <clears throat> a demand by scaring the crap out of people so <laughs> that just... they keep buying this stuff. And it's not going to protect you because you can't go back and resell it because they're not going to buy it back from you at anything close to, to what, what you paid, paid for. for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, those diamonds that you guys seem to place so much value on, they're actually pretty fucking ubiquitous on the planet. Yeah. It's artificially fucking inflated and you mm -hmm. know, prices on things because they keep the supply of them so low. But you could go to Arkansas and kick a couple of things around in the dirt, and next thing you know, you're going to find all sorts of natural diamonds there. It's just a matter of how you cut them. So, anyway, oh, yeah. it's just interesting that we haven't heard from Glenn Beck in a long time, and it turns out to be a fucking commercial. Yeah, because commercial? that's what he does. Yeah, <laughs> a commercial for gold. What, what was it? The, 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 a commercial for Ovaltine? <laughs> a commercial for gold oh, line? God, damn it. <laughs> it's yeah. almost the time of the year. It's almost that time. Did you know 
that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week. It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month, where much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. I am not black, nor do I consider myself to be black. Many people mistake me for being Negro because they don't know that I am currently living with the heartbreak of revitiligo. That's a skin condition that's the opposite of what Michael Jackson's got. Every morning I apply this topical ointment made of bleach and sulfur. I like to think it works. Luckily, I hadn't gotten much darker in the last few years. You know, sometimes we get wonderful voicemails from people, and I went looking for the, the subject in particular that he's bringing up here. This is our good buddy Tyrone that Sends us voicemails every once in a while. Kind of got it twisted for a little bit, and he's like, I like Felicia. I wish she would talk to me. Be like, hey, we, no, don't do that. And he's like, yeah. okay, okay, I fucked up. I got it. So, anyway, he's talking to us. He always watches the, Je- or I shouldn't say always watches the Jesse Lee Peterson show, but he's always commenting to us about Jesse Lee Peterson, and I appreciate that, because he's a dangerous individual. He's a shitty human yeah, being. he really so, is. Here's the voicemail that we got from our friend Tyrone, and I'm going to let it play, and then we're going to jump into something else. Hang on. Okay. If it's actually going to play. Why is it not playing? I need to clip all of this out. (laughs) It's because it's muted, isn't it? Yep, I'm a fucking idiot. Here we go. No, you're not. Hey, this is your old friend Tyrone Haynes from Chicago, Illinois. I was on the Justin B. Peterson show. Um, I called in, and the title is, You Won't Stay in, in My Face. That's the title. Him and I got into a nice argument, and he actually hung up on me. I hope you can get that. <laughs> um, um, I hope you can get the show on, and you can see it yourself. And he says, I hope you can play it on Wednesday. It's like, okay, that's a weird request. But uh, we, did not, we did not actually find your clip where you had this uh, tussle with Jesse Lee Peterson, but I found. But thank you for confronting him directly. No, Much yeah, I'm, I'm going to look for it. I'm still going to keep an eye open because he's one of the yeah. people I I hate subscribed to. You know, I hate the <laughs> fact that. I... Anyway, he he, I found another video on his channel, which is kind of interesting because here's what the title of it is called. Oh, can can we do a thank you for calling in? Oh yeah, Tyrone. thanks Tyrone. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, please, thank you. please keep calling us. Uh, it's, and thank the you, ti- and thank you for respecting my boundary. Yep. The title that came up for this one with the Jesse Lee Peterson episode is Who Came Up With These Fish Mouth Car Designs? We Need Men Back, in capital letters, men. Weird. All right. Plus biblical question. Okay, so I'm going to let it play. Here we are. My biblical question this week. My biblical question. I fucking hate his speech. I hate his speech so bad. 
Yeah, that speech impediment so is. <laughs> I mean, pronounced. I'm. I'm slightly lispy if I don't pay attention to what I'm doing, but it's more of a sibilance thing. It's it's a, a, a we use too many s sounds in the English language, and it's weird. If we'd sound like we're speaking parcel tongue, if you if you're a non English speaker. Anyway, Jesse, okay, we'll let him talk. Can a job or career bring peace? Can a job or career bring peace well what's your guys take can a job or career being pe- bring peace to your life no no because you're you're probably it, it depends who are you working for are you working for that company or are you working for yourself because the work that i do here on utah outcast every week is really fucking zen it brings me yeah. peace you know yeah this brings me peace but um but jobs where my labor is being exploited for other people's gain no, that's never, never going to no, bring peace. No. Yeah, cause capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> I'm entirely alienated from the uh, pro- uh, the product of my labor. So you know, right. yeah. Meat, I mean, I guess, meat, I guess, meat. I guess we would want to qualify it. The difference between uh, your work and your job. Yeah, I guess that would be the best way of saying it. Anyway, yeah. Let's, so let's, yeah, let's see. Your your say. work can. Yeah, your job. Yeah, not so much. I want to know. I do want to know. I also want to know. I noticed that the new cars, you know, the automobiles, the new cars. <laughs> yeah, you know, yes, the I'm cars. Familiar with cars. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm familiar with the concept yeah. of automobiles. You know? <laughs> and the short term for that is usually cars. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I understand what both those things are. The same thing. So cool. Please. Yeah. He has a radio show, people. <laughs> Who are designing them nowadays? Probably the same people that were yeah. designing them back then. <laughs> the, 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 a bunch of white dudes. The, the car Not even so much that you have a lot of Asian I mean, car there's like oh, they have like teams and groups of people that do design. Yeah, it's uh, never what? usually just one designer. If you yeah. have one designer, that's how you end up with the fucking Red Skulls car from Captain <laughs> America. You know? The giant monstrosity where it says, look at my dick, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They are ugly. Who are designing automobiles? I noticed that on the front, like where the hood thing is under there, it has a big wide open mouth. That's because there's a it's radiator the air there. Intake. <laughs> well, this is actually a thing in designing cars is that they're supposed yeah. to resemble faces. Like sure. it's actually a thing. Yeah. If you have a car that happens to have an intercooler for a turbo. You also have to have that crammed into the front somewhere because you're getting 60 mile per hour winds blowing into the grill of this thing to help cool it down. I mean, that's, that's why you true. have an open mouth. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. If you look at Teslas, they don't need any of that shit. And that's usually no, why they're, they're super sleek. Or mm-hmm. if you have a car that's a midship rear wheel drive, like uh, like an NSX kind of thing, you usually didn't have anything in the front. Like Ferraris don't have that either. It depends on where the engine is placed. If the engine is placed in the front, you're definitely going to have a big opening up front mm-hmm. in order for you to keep the goddamn thing cool and to allow an air charge to go into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Look like a fish mouth. Or uh, someone with those silver teeth. Uh, you know how those black people put those silver teeth things in it? Yeah, like that. Who oh, put so that? 
Nice racism yeah. there. Yeah, buddy. Sure, sure. Yes, I know he's but not. I believe but no, I, no, belie- in his I believe mind, he's, he's I believe he's actually talking about a grill. A grill. Yeah, which, about- which which is actually that that they got That's that a- from cars. That the grill it, on a car and it it It's also it's an interesting has- <laughs> It's an interesting it, comparison. It's kind it of circular. Has- Jesse Lee Peterson has the 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 quote unquote stereotypical large black lips. Which have been largely characterized as fish mouth as a as a slur. Yeah. So I also find it I also find it interesting that he seems to think that only black people can have grills. Has he never heard of Paul Wall? You know. Oh yeah, he he hasn't. Yeah. The boys and them Daytons. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I know too much old fucking rap music. (laughs) Who came up with that idea? That's an awful looking thing. You like it, Joe? He's showing uh, a couple of like pictures of Aston Martins, which are dick cars. I mean, they're like, look at my dick. Yeah. They're like that yeah. kind of car. And usually the engine is put in the front of them. Therefore, you have to mm-hmm. have the cooling. And it's a big ass, usually a big ass V8. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It does look like a fish mouth. I'm not a big fan. It's a fish mouth. Who in the world design designed those cars? Yeah. Satan's. That doesn't look right. Really a car feels- is not supposed this really feels racist to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Talking about the fish yeah. mouth thing is like a stereotypical like thing about black people. The big <laughs> lips, like which I mean, yes, there that that is a feature yeah. on a lot of West African people is larger lips. Um, I'm only going to give them a, a couple more seconds of talking about this shit. Yeah, and then they of... talk about fish mouth, and I'm like, okay, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen a fish with that. Usually most fish don't swim with their mouths, like, wide the fuck open. Oh, well, most, yeah. most, most fish don't have lips, is my exactly, point. Exactly, yeah. Supposed to look like when you're driving down the road, it, it's blowing in the wind, and the wind is causing the mouth to open. <laughs> Have you noticed that, Joe? Blowjob, yeah. Joe. They, sometimes. And look at that. That's yeah. awful in the front. They look like a shark. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? They look like their car is angry. <laughs> That's what they try to do all on cars. Of, and it's not just yeah. these models. All look like, it seems as though, if not all, most cars have the, that look now. I don't like that. That's not manly. Oh. That's Actually, not manly at all. Actually, it's designed to appeal to men, not women, yeah. because the belief is that men buy cars still to this day, even though, I mean, no. That's not true. And yeah. the funny thing is, like, there was a very successful electric car company in, I think, New York in, like, the early 20s or something like And that. And I'm only bringing this up because I, I just think it's funny that electric cars back then didn't require a radiator up front, so they had a very different-looking front of the car. Mm. Yeah. And so, in order to help them sell those cars to men, they put a faux radiator up front to make mm-hmm. it look different, because they required it to look different for the guys to this be This is all just buy. men! It's all just men. It's all just men... <sighs> It's yeah. all yeah. marketed to men, Jesse. We, it's all yeah. marketed to men. So, yeah. like, it's what, not manly. Fuck off. What I've noticed is that. What do you think about it, Joe? Uh, yeah, I, I, I never. I always noticed that too. How how they have a a weird 
fish looking for front end. It's pure ugly. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about my thumbnail. But I've noticed yeah. that because um, the lack of manhood in America today and the no. lack of morality, you don't no. really get quality anything anymore. Fuck you, man. Every Volkswagen I've owned in the last 20 years has been a quality fucking product, man. I don't know. Quality, there's, there's been some quality shit the past few My years. My Subaru is quite lovely. Yeah. Every, every computer I've had in the last, you know, 10 years has lasted longer than anything I've had previous to that. Yeah. That's also because I got yeah. Windows, but... You know. <laughs> there's that. Yeah. You don't get quality service. You don't get quality designs. You don't get quality entertainment. Fuck you. You get the Utah Outcast for free. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some fantastic entertainment out there. And I'm sorry, but design is uh, ever. It's constantly changing. And it's subjective as fuck. It is super subjective. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the Banksy the picture that shredded itself today? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Man. Yeah, it's gonna go up and worth 50% now. Uh -huh. Fucking art collectors, I swear to God. <laughs> yep. Bourgeoisie motherfuckers. Yep. It's the reason it shredded itself, because he's like, nope. <laughs> Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. First, we put on our protective suits. Then, place the body equidistant from the five nearest wireless network hubs. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen! You be quiet! Now, it's a simple matter of reverse installing Calculon's operating system. Hey, Amy, play this installation disc backwards. Rise from the dead in the name of Satan. Meanwhile, I'll get a spare circuit board out of this mechanical goat. Hail science! This one comes to us from the Friendly Atheist blog at patheos.com, and we use a lot of stuff from him. Thank you, Himmet. We really appreciate yes. all the great stuff you do, because you make us going through the news a lot easier, because you have your finger on the pulse of the atheist America out there. So anyway, <laughs> this story is about Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Who was uh, uh <laughs> who was talking about Brett Kavanaugh recently, and I'm glad Felicia's standing up for this one. She's not here for it, she'll be right back for it. Uh, but his argument goes like this a Christian theocracy would probably involve conservatives punishing people for acts they deem immoral. Therefore, liberals going after the conservative Brett Kavanaugh for anything that he did in high school amounts to a theocracy run by atheists. Promise? That's so, not how it works. So here's what here's the quote from Tucker here. He says, No, I'm old enough to remember when the, the left sincerely oh, worried. I'm sorry. I got I got you mean the white supremacist, Tucker? <laughs> yes. To remember when the left sincerely worried or said that they did about the right turning in turning this into some kind of theocracy and imposing its puritanical values on the rest of the country. You mean like they're currently doing right now? You mean they're like trying 
yesterday. Like they're doing right. They're doing right now. Also, yeah. also, he says liberals. Honey, I'm not a liberal. I'm a socialist. <laughs> and I'm not a liberal. I'm a progressive. <laughs> I want this country exactly. to progress out of the goddamn I... swamp that it's in right now. Yeah. Can I just be a radical? Yeah. Oh, we'll go I'm with also that. a radical. I'm a radical. Okay. Okay. Like, we'll go with that. Status quo. Yeah. Sorry, I'm go on. Go... Anyway, so the the rest of the quote here is the the irony, of course, is that they're doing it right now. It's kind of a theocracy run by atheists, where the minor, smallest, and I hate him for you, fuck you, Tucker, for using this word, the smallest peccadillos from your teen years are now disqualifying. Is that really the standard we want? Yeah. Yeah, it is, actually. So, um, a, a, when you temp- sexually I, assault someone as a teenager. That's not a peccadillo. Pile. That's not a peccadillo. Nope. No. No, but uh, when you do a when you do a bad thing as a teenager, um, yeah, I think and you, you should never you never face any punishment for it. You never face any kind of backlash for it at all. You just continue to long to live your fucking chat existence and then go on to being the circuit judge, and then you get to be on the appellate court, and then you get to be fucking supreme court, really. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's it, nice it's privilege kind you got of, there, buddy. <laughs> it kind of goes to, uh, kind of speaks to character. It doesn't matter if you're the type of person who, as a teenager, would sexually assault somebody. You have a deficiency of character. I have a question. What's a theocracy of atheists? I don't know. It looks I mean, like is I, it, is it I just enjoy like craft just... beer and fucking. That's what a theocracy by atheists is. Yeah, a, a theocracy of atheists is like. I don't know. Hold people accountable, and you do you. Otherwise, probably yeah, okay. Except, what? I mean, the only downside is it cons- it, it it would like implode every five years <laughs> because no, no, we can't keep together. shit together. <laughs> ha! Oh God, atheist! Uh, it's almost like shitty. we're just a collection of people with a bunch of different ideas who yeah, share. But, like but the the only thing we have in common is a non-belief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's not a lot to build oh, a yeah. brown or it, an identity it, it, it around. Makes me, it, yeah, I was going to say, it makes me laugh that I at one point thought of my identity. My biggest point of my identity is the fact that I'm an atheist. It's like, that's not a whole lot to build on top of. A, a non-belief no, not. is not something to build It's really to not. <laughs> There's nothing to go from there. I feel like I've been saying this for years, though. Like Once we've like talked about the one thing, we're like, okay, that's the end of that yeah. question. Yeah. Moving Next. on. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people that still haven't even been able to get out of easy mode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they're still functioning in, like, Bible bad. Uh, I'm smart. Uh, okay, cool. cool yeah, cool, cool. I, I had a... Uh, Way to explore ideas there. And this is this is just going back to something we've said in the past, because I, I saw somebody had at work the other day. And it's a person I could talk to about certain things like this, where he, he had Rick Sanchez, uh, you know, the episode where he about commits suicide during the ending credits. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And he yeah. had the picture of Rick, like, passed out drunk on top of his desk. Like, and I'm like, so what do you think about that? Like, whole episode and that whole character that you got going on there? He's like, oh, I love Rick and Morty. I'm like. Okay, well, that doesn't exactly explain what you think of Rick. What do you think of Rick? Well, he's smart. I'm like, well, yeah. 
and he's that, kind of an asshole. I'm like, yeah, he uses his intelligence as an excuse to be an asshole. He get he mm-hmm, he uses mm-hmm. his intelligence to be a misanthrope. And, and, so, and it's largely unfulfilling for his being. Yeah, yeah and there was a they got into really great metaphysical discussions with this person about how uh how he's like fair to Midland evil because they had that whole episode where they're talking about the the other Ricks and there's a whole bunch of them that were evil and he was like dead center next to the other mm-hmm. one that was in that episode. Yeah. Anyway, and I was just like, yeah, so how do you think, how how good of a life do you think that he's having when he is, you know, constantly trying to numb the pain within himself? I'm like, how, how good of an existence is that? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, you go to the episode where he does Pickle Rick. He does that as an excuse to get out of having to go to therapy to actually try to overcome mm-hmm. the shit that was wrong with him. And in the car... You have both Morty and you have the sister, what, Summer? Uh, yeah, Summer. Yeah. Summer. Uh, sitting yeah. in the back seat where they're like, hey, that was a pretty good therapy session. I think we should go to more of those. And Rick and her his daughter are just like, no, we don't need any of that. That's for stupid people. That therapist was so fucking wrong. And it's just like, oh, God, the cycle continues, you know, because <laughs> anyway, I, I just thought it was interesting that this person that's an atheist also brought up this whole Rick and Morty thing. And I'm like, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't use smartness as an ability to get out of being an asshole. You know, you should be. Yeah. Yeah, Your intelligence isn't an excuse. No, Mm -hmm. I guess that's where I was going with that because just (laughs) it's, you're not justified in being a shit human being because you're smart. And also you're probably not as smart as you think you are. In fact, intelligence is largely unable to be measured in fact like i mean we we look at people with certain uh intellectual disabilities for instance they have trouble learning and they have trouble advancing in certain intellectual ideas but they excel in kindness and empathy and connection and they 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 excel in areas that are very different than people who are quote-unquote high intelligence like the the thing about intelligence is that it just doesn't exist on a singular uh cis white male spectrum. Rationality is not aside from emotion. And the thing about intelligence is that it doesn't just manifest in one way. And so however fucking smart you think you are, you're not. You can learn from somebody else. You can ex- you can benefit from somebody else's experience. You can always improve on what you think is perfection. That's and the at thing. the end of the day, you're fucking vulnerable. You can't hide from vulnerability. And that's what a lot of these people who think that they are so smart can do, is hide from their vulnerability. They can With hide. the veneer of being yeah, an asshole. <laughs> exactly. I'm smarter than you. And now I don't have to be vulnerable. That's not how this fucking works. One day or another you're going to be vulnerable and you're going to need someone else to show the fuck up for you. So you can either practice it now or you can just like be shit out of luck once you get there. (laughs) Or so what you're trying to tell me is MythCon people. Got it. I understand. Yes. (laughs) Marrying you is my only hope. When my parents find out, they're going to kill me. <laughs> Look, Darcy, maybe there's still a way we can get married. How? You're just a kid. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you this, but there is a state where the marriage laws are a little looser. Utah. 
Utah? Home of America's most powerful weirdos? Our lives could be so wonderful there. Apparently, there are big changes coming to the, the way that we handle liquor here in Utah. And oh, the, is there? Is there big changes? Well, they had already they had already decided these were going to be changes that were going to be affected, and they're just finally going to be going into effect, finally. And so uh, the article here is from the Salt Lake Tribune, uh, 2018, 926 is when it came out. It was big changes like uh, warning label, comment, uh, anyway. Groceries and convenience stores that sell beer in Utah are gearing up for big changes mandated by state law, and they're designed to curb excessive in-store advertising and consumer confusion over flavored beer and ciders. Are you fucking kidding me? There's people, no confusion. I was going to say, people that drink, there is no confusion about this. <laughs> oh, are they, are they concerned with teenagers bringing alcoholic beverages? It's the Alka-Pops. It's the Alka-Pops all over again, where we can't have these in the store because people confuse them for soda. It's like, yeah, we don't <laughs> sell Four loco here. You know, it's like... Um, no, it, it's, it's kids who, who... Well, one, one, it's the kids who, who go after those because, one, they're pretty good if they're not, like, super sweet. Loaded with sugar. That's what I was about Loaded to with sugar. Soda. I mean, soda they're, they're, alcohol, basically, but... yeah, yeah. Cashiers that don't know and don't pay enough attention. Oh no! And, the, and then, the, and then, this, I actually saw this happen. Oh, not to help our point. Yeah, but I saw. I, I saw cashiers be like, "This can't have alcohol," and then like zero it out and then sell it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that does um, that. That happens, but it's also a really easy cop out for the kids when they get caught by parents. I didn't know. I That's was confused. Okay. So what we need to do is hold businesses accountable mm -hmm. for selling to underage people, not individuals. Businesses. Yeah. So there were about 144 pages of language that were released that supposedly tightened up all these restrictions on beer displays and grocery stores and convenience stores. And also, stores. this isn't the issue of our no. Oh, I'm sorry if uh, like 20 kids got, got away with buying. Yeah, 20 kids. Yeah. Like, it's, it's literally going to be like 20 to 50 individual kids got a buzz because some dumb cashier just didn't give a shit. Okay, who fucking cares? And That's not the issue of our time. <laughs> to be honest, okay, me being the experienced drinker that I am today, it would take a whole sixer of anything that you get from a store or oh, a yeah, store. Yeah. Oh my god, when I was younger, a sixer would have like been way too much for me. <laughs> now I drink. Yeah. Well, but then again, you have a lot less body mass than Kyle and myself, so. Well, that's true. Like true. I get drunk a lot easier than both of you. So. Yeah. Like, what? That, what? That, what? That is true. <laughs> we are going to have a patron dinner here in the near future, and drinks are on the patrons. So. Oh, that'll be so fun! <laughs> it will be. Anyway, so the 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 thing goes on here because fucking. Fucking lawmakers in this. It has state. to, yeah. Lawmakers wanted to prevent confusion between non-alcoholic beverages and flavored beers and ciders. We said that, which often have similar labeling. No, one says no, beer don't. or cider. The other one says soda. You know? Yeah, they're not similar labeling, mm. even a little. They, they also have the alcohol content, like yeah, it, it's not right hard. There. It is really not hard to tell the difference. 
So Dave Davis from the God damn it, who would name their kid that? Seriously. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Like your parents Dave are assholes, Davis. man. Dave yeah, Davis. It's okay. He's one too. Yeah. Uh Utah, he's from the Utah Retail Merchants Association, said that they also didn't like when beer was displayed all over the store. He said that adding that cross merchandising, like putting tortilla chips next to the beer just before Super Bowl, was distasteful to some lawmakers. Yeah. I'm sorry some. you're a Offended by that, you know, <laughs> but not Quit by clutching, women getting raped. That's fine. It's fine. Or goddamn hat. pearls, man. Oh my god, there's chips next to the beer. Those chips are now tainted. What the fuck, people? <laughs> oh, this is a fucking problem. <laughs> I'm sorry, so. but there, we have we have a higher sexual assault rate in this state than the national average, and the national average is definitely under. Assuming or underreported, under yeah. Well, we also have, on. and so it's definitely worse here. Oh my god, it's like it's damn near a hundred percent of women. It's damn near a hundred percent of women here. It's damn near a hundred percent, and they're worried about alcohol. <laughs> Let's also not forget that we also have a higher rate of suicide in this state as well. Yeah, Let's, yeah. Let's not, let so not forget about maybe, that. So we maybe, so maybe stop trying drunk. to take away our alcohol. We have oh, less oh, drunk oh, driving. But oh. more rape and more suicide. Oh, 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 by the way, <laughs> alcohol is a contributing factor to suicide. But it, that's, yeah. just, that's just um, people having their inhibitions reduced due to right. the spring yeah. they're under. It's not actually the alcohol causing it. Oh, my God, it's almost like there's underlying symptoms of alcohol <laughs> abuse. Oh, my God, it's so fucking crazy. I swear to God, I'm going to lose my shit. And so let's let's bring up a couple of the changes that they want to implement here before we go too long on this. And yeah, stores are, are required to implement several new operational requirements, including displays. Uh, so this is about displays in particular. Stores will be allowed only two beer displays before they could have as many as they wanted. One can be in the cooler, uh, the aisle or room where the beer is the only beverage displayed. The other display, according to the DABC information given to the source, that's the Department of Alcohol Beverage Control, can be anywhere in the store except adjacent to a display of non-alcoholic beverages, unless there is a door, physical divider, or other display separating the products. What the fuck? It's incredibly stupid. No, it's now the they're just now they're just making more labor for people who are yeah. already not making enough. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Warning signs. Stores will be required to post signs at each beer display that reads, quote, these beverages contain alcohol. We've kind of already seen that one. Please yeah. read the label carefully. And the signs must be printed, must be, sorry, prominent and easily readable by the consumer. The type must be bolded. So now they're adding, it must be a bold yeah, it text. it has to be bold. Yeah. And it can be no smaller than half an inch on the... As a, former, <laughs> as a form of protest, I would like to ask every store print these signs out using only Comic Sans. <laughs> nope. No, I'm going to go worse than that. I'm going to go papyrus. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm going to go worse than that. Wing ding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is this trying to say? What the fuck? <laughs> hey, it follows the rules, doesn't it? Uh, there's stuff about badging, because but we don't need no sticking badges. Uh, training. Yeah. Managers and staff must complete alcohol training within 30 days, blah, blah, blah. Sale to minor penalties. 
In addition to any criminal penalties that may be imposed, employees and supervisors who are caught selling beer to minors will be will face tiered penalties. On the first violation, employees will be given a warning and be required to retain alcohol training. That Subsequent was violations. Vodka, by the way, when I was just <laughs> downing. <laughs> so, I mean, this isn't happening soon. It's happening within the next like five months or so. Now it's already started. Yeah, and they're they're not. They haven't even finished the issue that they have with three point two being the the type of beer that's going away in the yeah. world, and they mm-hmm. haven't been able to figure that one out yet. They're still gonna they're gonna take another year or two on that one, I'm sure. But they've also had quotes here from uh, people within the community where, like, large beer manufacturers haven't noticed the decrease in visibility. Small brewers, like the Salt Lake City's uh, Red Rock Mm -hmm. Brewing, have felt the hit. And uh, Chantel Stoff, the Red Rock Sales and Marketing Director, says, It had a huge impact on us. It was most noticeable during the holidays when we're about 27% down in our holiday ale. She said the brewery typically has an attractive display with Christmas trees and large beer barrels at mm-hmm. all of the 17 local Harmon's grocery stores. They'll, they'll, they'll yeah. go and set it up themselves. They know. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, 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 they'll do this display themselves. So, like, that one, that takes a weight off the people. The store. Who, yeah. The, like, mm-hmm. the people, no, no, the laborers. It takes it yeah. off the laborers to put up these displays. So they're like, oh, thank goodness. You'll just do this thing for me it's a it's a weight off my shoulders it it really helps um yeah no you see there are laborers who actually have to meet sales requirements and it, honestly this just ends up affecting working class people yeah uh, it's just gonna fuck over everybody else but the legislation hey how about that oh, um, it's, almost, so- it's almost like they have other people that they're servicing it's almost like the bourgeoisie helps the bourgeoisie yeah so (laughs) yeah she said that when the law went into effect we went down to one small display as Mm -hmm. apart from the 21 other displays that they used to put up across the state one 21 down to one and she said usually we sell out but in january we still had a lot of holiday beer that we couldn't sell and one of our uh, patrons out there says that in the county that i live in we just within the last year got an ordinance passed that allowed alcohol sales on Sunday, and he's in Alabama, only from noon till nine thirty p.m. Well, at least you get to buy liquor, you jackass. We can't even <laughs> buy anything on. Yeah, Sundays we're not. Yeah, no liquor on Sundays <laughs> here. And he said, "I guess they wanted to make sure everyone went to church first. And you're probably not wrong there. You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, what are the Mormons going to do now that their church is only two hours long and not three hours long?" Ooh, I don't know. They have a lot more free time to start drinking. Let's hope. <laughs> God, can't there be like a president of the church that goes like, yeah, beer's fine. I, I really hope that would be changed like that. It's never going to happen. No, never going to no, happen. But... They need to control people's thought processes. So, yeah. you know, the Mormon church probably was a lot more happening of a place back when Joe and all the other people were dropping <laughs> well, mushrooms. Men. Time, so. men for men. That's true. You, the men true. For yeah. dropping mushrooms, not the women. Oh no, no. they let all the congregates have it. No. That's that's what the sac no, the sacrament in a lot of the times back then was doused with it all. So everybody was tripping balls in the in the tabernacle. So Ugh, sounds like a bad trip. Honestly. Yeah. I all like it takes is limit my exposure to certain people when I'm tripping. But that's just me. Just mm-hmm. me. It's if it's all the other people in your hippie commune. Allegedly then, you know. tripping. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what they say. But the more that I've looked into it and you guys oh, really I'm... need. Oh, the way you're talking. OK, the way that uh, Bryce Blankenagel brought up this theory, the the antheogen theory that he brought up at that Sunstone last year. Yeah, has me has me going, you know, that's really fucking probable. So... <laughs> it kind of fits the time. Yeah. The magic mushrooms were like super popular for a while. And then they were super popular again. And hey, now well, let's put it this way. Up. Let's put it this way. You could die of one of millions of fucking ways in that time where it was just simple shit that we take for granted nowadays. Mm-hmm. You're like, so what did you have to do instead? You could fuck, you could drink liquor, and you could do mushrooms and probably smoke <laughs> weed back then. And so everybody's like, life is shit, but at least I can get high before I die. So <laughs> Mushrooms are so great. They make you feel so connected to people, and then you're super available to suggestion. Like, again, another reason I limit my exposure to people when I'm tripping, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so thanks a lot, I've, Utah I've legislation. I've only tripped a legend. In this next election, they will spend uh, billions to keep this president in. And this came before the last election. You thought he, that Trump was actually going to run for president and become president. In 2012. In 2012, but Obama was put back in. Is that right? Correct. I had written this prophecy and I wrote another one called The Great Horse. Uh, that there was another Triple Crown winner coming. And I wrote that one uh, about four months after, uh, actually two months after I wrote the Donald Trump prophecy. And I thought all of this was supposed to go down in 2012. Well, 2012 came and went. Donald Trump didn't announce he was running. And then the great horse, we didn't have a Triple Crown winner that year. So I thought I had truly missed all of this. So I had to set him aside. And I said, Lord, did I miss this? And he said, no. He says, go back and research the horse that was running in 2012. So I went back and it was, I'll have another. And I thought that was strange. I thought it meant I'll have another drink. And the Lord said, no, I'll have another one coming. Because my people were not ready in 2012. So I held it off. Because they needed another three or four years to get a righteous anger and rise up and say, enough is enough. Now, I did a uh, clip last week of Mark Taylor, the, the firefighter prophet, as he's called. And he has mm-hmm. a book coming out where it's like, the it was something about veneration of Trump. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Don't care because he's not going to sell a copy. Thanks to my listeners. Anyway, he's a retired fireman and he calls himself a prophet. Uh, and he, Jesus Christ, man, this guy is just bonkers. I mean, he's no like <laughs> Rick Joyner or Rick Wiles, but he's he's fucking out there. Anyway, this title of this video from Right Wing Watch that we got is. God has been speaking to Mark Taylor through, get this, everybody, racehorses. That's how God chooses, chooses to speak to Mr. Taylor. Anyway, I'm going to let it go ahead and play. Here we go. One of the things that you're seeing going on with Brett Kavanaugh right now is they want to mask and disguise this that it's about Roe versus Wade. We talked about this on the last show. Hillary Clinton tweeted out, you know, hey, this is, they're going to, gut Roe versus Wade. They're trying to stir the population up into thinking that that's, this is about this. But it is about that because Trump said that, that he would nominate people. Yeah. He would nominate people that would get rid of Roe versus Wade. You know, yeah. even though he was just throwing red meat to his base, that's still something that he said. And we are inclined to believe that the president is trying to follow through with his campaign promises, even though he hasn't really fulfilled any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway. This has nothing to do with Roe versus Wade right now. This has everything to do with military tribunals, them being charged with treason, and going to prison for the rest of their life. And so- Oh, it's the pedophile underground sex trade thing. Oh. That, that military tribunals against these people. And uh, that these people keep it, fantasizing yeah. about military tribunals of people, and it's like, Unless you're in the military, you're not it's actually not gonna, underneath the yeah, UCMJ. That's, that's not you know? going to not gonna happen. That's not how it works. The reason it's called a military... That's not how it works. It's called a military tribunal because you're usually a member of a... What? A military. Right. The, the reason we had the Hague after World War II, an international court thing, is that they were being tried on war crimes as members of a military. That's why you had military tribunals of these people. It's not like going to a regular court. It's not civil court. It's not a, It's not no. an appeal court. It's not even a Supreme Court. It's a fucking military tribunal has to do with people that are in a goddamn military. Yeah. And only... Something. Unless you're talking about, like, Batman the dark Knight rises and then it's like ran by the scarecrow but i mean <laughs> which was a delight that was like one of the best parts of that shitty movie anyway executed that's just the bottom line period i don't know how else to do it uh you know there was a uh, a prophetic sign that was given this is new since I, I was on your program last a prophetic sign huge sign we have worm sign the likes of which god has never seen <laughs> uh you got to walk without rhythm otherwise the sandworms are going to get you yeah. Uh, September 14th. And God's been speaking a lot to me through racehorses, through the Triple Crown. I prophesied there was another Triple Crown winner coming when it did. <laughs> Three guesses to what Mark Taylor does in his free time. Three guesses. <laughs> <laughs> that's like God talks to me through my Xbox or, you know, talks to me through YouTube. No, no, that's not how it goddamn works, man. <laughs> no. I mean, is he going to is he going to bother to explain how this works? Oh, give him a second. You know, June 6th, uh, 2016, I believe it was, right. on D-Day. So God's been speaking a lot through this. The racehorse named Barack Obama was euthanized. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to hurry up and Google this real quick, where it says, yeah. uh, horse Barack Obama euthanized and i'm gonna see what it comes up with horse named barack barack obama euthanized at world something something uh let's see was taken to the game's endurance treatment clinic after being transported back from the second loop of the 120 kilometer ride fuck that's no wonder uh let's see so according to a statement from the world equestrian Games spokeswoman uh Gail Telford, he was treated on site for kidney problems and then taken to the nearby Equine Hospital near the North Carolina, South Carolina state line. The horse's owner consulted with Champion and the team veterinarian who chose to euthanize the animal on Friday afternoon. Uh, Barack Obama had competed in endurance events across the globe for the past nine years. Oh, so he was an older horse. He was okay. an old horse, man. <laughs> And it's an endurance horse, too. Just, it was a 20-year-old Anglo-Arab gelding named Barack Obama was euthanized because of not far from where he was competing in the 2018 World Equestrian Games. So it's a Team New Zealand horse. So Okay. Fuck you, man. 
go ahead and give him that red meat that you're talking about. Oh, he's euthanized. Like, okay, give us some information about why he was euthanized. Oh, kidney problems. Okay. Yeah. Um, an older horse that was used to doing endurance events. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is probably the biggest prophetic sign that you could have of God saying, this man is going to go down, period. No. That's the bottom line. No. You can get mad at me all you want to. You know, God's the messenger here. He, he's the one sending the message. People don't think that this stuff's real or it's going to happen. It is. No, 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 no. You're mistaking shit here, man. God's not the messenger if he's sending the message. The messenger is the one who delivers the message to the right. person. <laughs> Dumbass. <sighs> and it was delivered to you from you watching something at the Belmont Stakes where you're. you're, you're yeah, it wasn't having... delivered. It wasn't delivered to you. It was hmm. in the news. <laughs> it's not oh i'm gonna see something huge in this unrelated news article at least i could say for the utah outcasts we're never going to like look at this news article and be like prophetic sign we know better than you do no no we're gonna go huh that's an interesting that's an interesting story now let's see what the coincidence is oh well that's really fucking cool can we say that they're inextricably linked no um, no but if the minute it does, we're like, oh, well, you look at this evidence of this thing being linked. Hey, how about that? <laughs> but not just because of someone says Barack Obama, the horse was euthanized. It's like, like if yeah. somehow I'm going to make a racehorse by the name of Mark Taylor and then just make sure that the, the record gets out there that the horse's name is Mark Taylor, then I'm going to shoot it in the fucking head and eat it. <laughs> because I live in America and, you know, horse meat you know, is unpalatable in this country, but it's not in other parts of the world. So I'm going to eat me some horse. <laughs> I don't. What's that going to say not. to you, Mark? What's it going to say to you, Mark? Is like, oh wait, that yeah, that Satanist guy X. Yeah, he's a uh, he's totally eating me right now. It's like that's a prophetic sign. That means that he's going to kill me. Like, no, it just means I shot a horse and ate it. That had just happened to share a name with you, fucking idiot. Is going to happen. It is. It. This is real. And just it's not real until it's not it happens. real or anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it's not even a <sighs> it was a horse. It was a horse. It was an old horse. It got sick. And it died. Or they, they killed it, it I and it, say. And and they euthanized it. Like they do. How many other horses were euthanized that same day? Exactly. Justice is not coming. It's here. Period. Oh. And it's, and it's taking place on the earth. Uh, you know, um, you, your God is the moral arbiter of everything, correct? So why does justice need to happen here? Why does it need to happen on earth? Why doesn't he pass judgment in the hereafter? Why doesn't, isn't that what he's supposed to do? Like, sure. You would think. I fucking hate Christians sometimes with their convenient loopholes that they have in all this shit yeah this this whole thing with with kavanaugh is all about trying to stop the military tribunals guys don't buy into the lie that this is about roe versus wade is it about roe versus wade a little bit yeah a little bit it oh, is sure. okay <laughs> hang on a second a hang on bit. a second fuck it you. either is or is it is <laughs> yeah hang on this is about roe versus wade is it about roe versus wade a little bit yeah a little bit it is it's not about Roe versus Wade, but it but is kinda. <laughs> it either a little is, bit. it either is, or it isn't. You don't get to have it both ways. Not when it's Mark Taylor. He gets to have it every way he wants it. 
Shit. Not as much as it's going to be in the days ahead when the next judges come into play. So uh, this is all about rounding these people up, charging them with treason, and they know that basically their head's going to be in a noose, literally. Charge what people? Do they? Who? They don't normally still do hangings when it comes to military tribunals. No, no, they don't. And I don't think anybody has been charged with, let alone convicted of treason since what those guys in what was it? It was Nicola and Bart. What was it? The I think that's who I'm thinking of because yeah, there was, was there the was a really good song. The it was 60s? that CU song. Uh, let's see who was the uh, last traitors executed. Let's see what see if there's anything about that. Um, people executed for treason against the United States on Wikipedia. Um, no, there's three people there. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows when they're hanged, drawn, and quartered? Oh, the the Rosenberg execution. That's yeah, what the it Rosenberg. Nineteen fifty-three. Yeah. There you go. Wow, I was off. I thought it was something else. That, that's me playing Metal Gear Solid a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> Julius was, and Ethel Rosenberg, a, a married couple convicted of conspiracy to commit espionage in nineteen fifty-one, were put to death in not by noose, but by electric chair in nineteen fifty-three. Mm-hmm. So. How is it that we have access to all this amazing information and history and all this other stuff, and we could come out with, you know, points refuting all of the shit that he says, but meanwhile, there's credulous assholes like Mark Taylor that have this giant audience of people that are like, military tribunals are coming, and they're going to take out Barack Obama. It's like, Barack Obama is enjoying fucking retirement right now. He's not... Yeah. He doesn't have to work anymore. He's good. (laughs) That he bought, he brought, he bought his fucking DC brownstone, like probably with cash. You know, he doesn't have to make a house payment. He, do- I don't know, man. They, these people just are starting to get on my last goddamn good nerve, and that's probably a good thing because <laughs> we are done with the show tonight. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up, and it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Oh my gosh, folks, that does it for this week. So if you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss out on anything. My God, we put out a lot of content every week for the patrons out there. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to give some thanks to all those patrons out there like we do every week. So this episode only, we have Valerie Barrett, who is a new... A new person to Patreon. She only gives. Uh, she's only supporting Utah Outcasts, and we very much appreciate that, ma'am. Uh, let's see. We also have Amber Mulvaney, Eric Hall, George Bisson, Joshua Abadie, Michael Stevens, Peter Hockley, Timothy P. Smith, Anwin Davies, Deborah Simon, Gary Gerfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Nathaniel Cavalona, Satan's Little Monkey, Stacy Startzel, 
Stephen Besley, Celia Gray, Alan Firth, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, Darcy Bowman, Dave Lindop, Desire Lynn Ward, George Green, Lord Caitiff, Michael McKay Blair, Michael Smuda, Mike Bowman, Mike Yoakum, Mr. Bible Pants and Mr. Mahoney, uh, Patrick Neary, Rosabelle Howden, Scott John Harrison, the Godless Revolution Podcast, Angelica Pearson, Fenno 3000, Stephen Andrus, Joseph, and our big bosses of the Patreon world. We have Andrew Medina, Jazza G, and Robert Levine, who all three of those are potentially going to be on the show in the near future. That's how we work. We, we pay to play on this show. We really do appreciate all the work that you do, all the support that you've given us. Thank you so much for making this show happen every single week. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you for the love that you've shown to us. But before we wrap this up, we always have to remind folks that if, if you don't have the money, if you don't have the ability to share your love for the show via Patreon, there are multiple other methods that you can do to show your support. Find us on YouTube and subscribe there. You might be surprised that there's a couple of things that you don't hear on the podcast. Uh, let's see. You can leave a review on whatever service you catch us on, or just shoot us an email or a text. This show would be garbage without our listeners. And I want to speak particularly of one of our patrons, Anwen Davies, who sent us some fan art that she scribbled up on the back of her receipt, where we were talking about the Ark Park and how the dinosaurs never made it to the New World because they were fucked to death. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's kind of funny. She sent us a, a little cartoon she scribbled that says, that has a dinosaur smoking in the one panel and says, hey, don't you know those things will kill you? And the, the, the smoking dinosaur said, oh, it's okay. I plan to get fucked to death first. Anyway, I'm going to put it up in the show notes. You guys will really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for joining us. And God damn it, we're going to continue to do this wonderful show for everybody every goddamn week. And, you know, thank you so much for everything that you do. Uh, shoot us an email or a text. We would love to get in touch with you guys. But it's time for me to bring episode number 218 to a close. And remember, everyone... You're welcome. message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full internet history. Fuck. It's time once again for that wonderful segment of uh, shitty listeners out there that leave us all sorts of comments that we're just... We call it comments from trolls, but it's more like just shitty comments we put out there just to laugh at, because... I mean, you took time out of your day to send like this to us, and we're using it to make stuff to make fun of you about. <laughs> I know I haven't had any drinks tonight. I'm just, it's, it doesn't make any I sense have. to me. It's oh, so. Okay, so you guys weren't privy to this one, but uh, there was a video that I made this last week where mm -hmm. it was about Rick Wiles' True News program that he has. Mm -hmm. He made a video. Uh, and it was on Right Wing Watch. You can go find it out there, or you can check out my video, and it's linked in there as well. But it was about Rick Wiles talking about how Christine uh, um, Blasey Ford, Doctor, Dr. Yeah. Dr. 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 Ford, yeah, she was a 
ch what what the fuck did he call her? It was a uh, it was a mind control like oh let me I have to go out there and find the exact verbiage for it out there because I can't believe that this is something that they believed. I, oh no, uh, I've heard some crazy shit about her. There's been lots of it floating around. Yeah. Ah, she's tied to the CIA. She's not. Yeah. Um, that she was paid. She wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, that she, uh, what was it? It was, um, like it totally happened to her, but she was mind controlled into believing it was Do it was Kavanaugh. Like it's crazy. Okay, though. yeah, it was thinks that Doctor Ford was a CIA hypno assassin. Yeah, yeah as, as a character assassin. He doesn't know what it. Yeah, he doesn't know what an assassin is. Okay. Oh, he used it as assassinating his character. You know, a character oh. assassin. He came out later on, well, and I'm not. Yeah. We're not doing then, that one this week. Yeah, then but, she wasn't very effective. Do you know what he said that the trigger word for the Manchurian candidate was that, that caused this to happen? What? What? You remember how the media was making a big deal of the word Lodestar a few weeks ago? Oh, oh fuck's sake. When Ted, you look... Shut, shut the fuck up, Ted. Yeah. I'm sorry. Allegedly. Yeah. So he used the word Lodestar in that thing that came out to the newspaper. Meanwhile, Christine Blasey, Dr. Blasey Ford, sent that a couple of months ago, you know, prior to that fucking letter to the editor right. coming out, you know? Yeah, she, no, she was trying to get this, she just didn't know how to do it because uh, us regular folk don't know how to get in touch with leadership. Yeah, because that's we have a true. ruling class and that's bullshit, you know? Yeah. Anyway, back to the comments from Trolls here. Someone says, I, Liam G is the guy's name. Liam underscore G says, I like Rick. Come on, leave him alone. No, he, no. he makes stupid no. fucking claims like that. I'm going to hand him his ass as much as I possibly can. Uh, he says, the people, or sorry, the popal, as he wrote it here, are mm -hmm. brainwashed. Ford is a liar. She can't remember two weeks ago, let alone 36 years ago. I I watched the whole thing where she was talking in front of Congress, and she remembered a lot of detail she about the trauma that happened to her. She didn't remember exactly how she got there and when she how she got home. That's to be expected from a trauma survivor. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Are yeah, she actually explained it. Liar? Are you calling me a liar, commenter? Mm. Quit, uh, quit, um, uh, strawmanning. You're strawmanning me there, Felicia. <laughs> no, I get, yeah. yeah <laughs> anyway, let me, let me. If I'm addressing your actual point. Um, so, I don't remember whose house I was raped at. I don't remember the last name, and I dated him for a while. I don't remember his last name, and I don't remember how I got home. But I do remember sitting in my bed, and I had no—I didn't even have a single beer. I didn't have a single alcoholic beverage. Um, I remember sitting in my bed, getting really upset, and then another guy that I'd been dating, yeah, uh, casually, like there was no sex. It was just. You know, teenage dating, like, I'd been on a date Let's with go hang out, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. We went to dinner once. Um, he was going by in his uh, wheelchair. Because he was in a wheelchair. Oh, imagine that, I dated a guy in a wheelchair. No, uh, anyway, he was going by, <laughs> saw me. He said Quit virtue signaling there, Felicia. <laughs> and he 
he noticed that I wasn't okay. And I went out on my front porch and talked to him and told him what happened. And I'm pretty sure he was the only one I ever told until this podcast. So, yeah. Yeah. so he continues on, <clears throat> not to cut you off or anything, but he no, says I'm saying, that call me a liar. Call her me a liar. witness, her witnesses refuted her claims under oath. These four people, no, no they, they were not no, under they oath. No. no, no, they didn't. What they said is they don't remember the specific event. And her friend said she believes her. And, mm -hmm. you know, Mark Judge is not going to come out and actually... Admit to being a racist Admit to any of this shit. stuff. You know, there's a fun... It's funny how the FBI report was withheld from the public with this whole thing. And when they came out and they said on the... on The, the, the GOP on the Judiciary Committee came out and said... Blah, 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 about this, about Kavanaugh and the FBI report. And the Democrats, without saying what was actually in the report, said, you need to edit your tweet because that's untruth. That's false information that you're putting out there to the world. So there was some shit in there. None of us will ever get to see. Maybe no. never. Yeah. So anyway, back to this bullshit with the guy said here. I hope you accused of rape by a random and do 10 years, bitch. That's the funny thing, buddy. I would hope that I get 10 years for raping somebody. I'm not going to do that. I'm never going to rape anybody. Mm -hmm. Because there's this thing called, oh, I don't know, we've talked about it on multiple episodes on the show, called consent. Unless you're receiving it emphatically without them being clouded by any kind of memory possibly altering stuff like alcohol, you're not going to get consent out of somebody. And it's not that fucking hard. Do you want the tea? Yes, I want the tea. God damn it, it's not that fucking hard, people. Uh, and let's see, what else does he say? America is the laughingstock of the world. Yeah, because assholes like you voted in President Trump. Yeah. Uh, look at the idiot protesters. We have no other recourse. We're not in control of anything right now. There's nothing we can do. And see, and he goes, he takes action. it on a Message weird me. fucking sidetrack here where he said, while Israel takes millions of dollars a day to murder innocent people in the Middle East, here's the thing we agree with you on. We don't like their treatment of Palestine. No, no we don't. Weird. We're weird. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're fucking divided by idiots like Soros. He wants to see you burn so he can feel like God. He wants I... to see me burn. He's old as shit. He's old as Look, shit. I haven't I don't received know my last George Soros. Yeah. From Soros so... Yeah, He's no, we, we terminated one. that. He 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 forgot to pay us. So yeah, no, yeah. we're done. Sorry. Yeah, and so that that's been a shit payer on our shit. So yeah. you know. And then he wrote later on. He said, "Tell truth, idiot." The same huh. guy, like like tell the truth. I mean, okay, so yeah, English is not your best language, there, buddy. Uh, idiot may be your best language. And th then we have another a person that says. On our Ken Ham video where we were talking about the August numbers this mm -hmm. past year, mm -hmm. uh, Craig Fetter says, I'm not sure why you focus on attendance numbers, because that's the only metric that we have to that go is That yeah. is the only metric, and because... That's all that really does matter when <laughs> you're talking yeah, about how much money they're making. Yeah, a bunch of money from taxpayers. Yeah, on the promise that there would be high attendance numbers. Yeah, and, so he, and he's, economic input from it. Here, here's yeah. his right hook from that left jab that he gave us there. Where he's like, the angels in heaven. Angels is apostrophe there. God damn uh -huh. 
and it's, it's, it's capitalized too. So he said, the angels in heaven celebrate when one lost soul comes to faith in Jesus Christ. Great. I'm happy good, for you. The, good the angels for, cheer. Good for them. And then he continues. He says, I have visited the ark. It is, and in all caps here, life-changing. <laughs> so this week, sure. I am going to start a GoFundMe for the Utah Outcasts to go to the Ark Experience. So, okay. <laughs> uh, probably get 20 bucks. <laughs> I don't anyway, know. I mean, if that's the kind of thing that got funded, I would go. I would yeah. go. <laughs> uh, let's see. And this is his little denouement here. He's like, mm -hmm. I bet your vulgar mouth sideshow would really love to be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. She just doesn't know it. My 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 spirit is a female. I appreciate sure he's referring to me. Uh, and... Maybe, maybe. I bet your your y o u apostrophe r e. So I bet you are vulgar mouth sideshow. God damn, Kyle. <laughs> Quit eating them beans, man. Um, mm. Would really love to be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. I would love Trans to be transformed. Trans I... Transformed Craig. into what? Craig. Craig. Craig, 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 Craig. What makes you think we haven't tried in the past to have our spirit transformed by the spirit by the Holy Spirit? What makes you think all of us weren't trying to be good Christians at one time? Just because we're atheists now, we're just angry at God and angry at religion? No. No. We honestly tried your guys' way of doing things, the bullshit that you spouted on. We tried. Some of us prayed emphatically to be changed by the Spirit of God and Jesus to come into our lives and everything. To help me, save me it from abuse. It didn't mm -hmm. fucking happen. It didn't happen. I was a good Christian girl. I was good. I prayed. And you still had shit happen to you. I was married. I was a good, good girl. So, Craig, go fuck yourself, man. Some of us <laughs> actually tried to have it your way. And since it didn't work out, we're having it our way. And we're letting other people know that it's just fine to not have it the Christian way. <laughs> 